Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. Since 2001, Doors of Change, formerly known as Photo Charity, has been transforming the lives of homeless youth one young person at a time. For over 20 years, they've helped place over 2,300 homeless youth in safe housing and off the streets, working with youth from the ages of 17 to 20. On Thursday, June 30th, Doors of Change will present their Concert of Hope, starring Grammy-nominated Three Dog Night at the Moonlight Amphitheater in Vista, featuring a special appearance by 2021 Ms. Universe and attorney Nikki Johnson-Houston, who experienced homeless from the ages of 12 to 16. On the line to tell us more is Jeffrey Sitkov, president of Doors of Change, and Ms. Johnson-Houston. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Jeffrey, start by telling us how many young people are currently experiencing homelessness in the U.S.? In the United States, there's over 3.5 million youth that are homeless in America today. Why are the transitional age youth people between the ages of 16 and 25 the most underserved of the homeless population? That's a great question. You know, people think that they're 16, 17, 18 years old. They're old enough to get a job. They're old enough to take care of themselves. But the fact of the matter is, majority of the youth that are on the streets are not there because they want to be there. They come from such abusive situations in their house that it's safer to be on the streets than in their home. Their parents do not teach them like a normal parent would teach the kids how to do stuff. These parents are not teaching these youth how to survive, how to thrive, and they don't trust anybody. Once you're on the streets, you know, they don't trust anybody because they've been taken advantage of by so many people. So really, it's very difficult for a transitional age youth. Normally, with normal parents, it's hard for the 17 to 25-year-olds. Now they have such abusive situations, it's even harder, and that's why they are the most underserved. The good thing is, though, they have the highest chance of breaking the cycle of homelessness. So when people are thinking about what can I do to make a difference in the world, this age group of 17 to 25, they literally, once they trust you, they'll ask for help. And once they ask for help, if they work hard, they can succeed, just like Nikki has done and many other people that we've worked with over the last 20, almost 21 years now. 90% of transitional age youth who are experiencing homelessness come from very dysfunctional homes. Give us an example of what that looks like and how it leads to homelessness. Well, of all the kids that I work with, one of the most severe kids that I work with that has had a tremendous turnaround, her name was Justine. And when Justine was 12 years old, she left the house because her mother's boyfriend, not only did he drag her by her hair and beat her up, he started taking her clothes off. And mm-hmm. she said, I can't have this. And so she left at 12 years old. She shaved her head and she joined a gang, which was safer than being in her parents in her mom's house. And over the years, she has helped herself to the point where now she's 
two semesters away from being an attorney. And she worked her butt off to be able to do that, but she deserves it. And she's a role model, just like Nikki is, to show other youth you can turn your life around with hard work. And they've done it. What percentage of transitional age youth who are experiencing homelessness are LGBTQIA, both nationally and here in San Diego? Nationally, it's 40% of the youth that are homeless are homeless because they're LGBTQ youth. They tell their parents they're gay, and they throw them out of the house. Mm. We ourselves, the youth that we've seen over the last two years, about 60% of the youth we work with are LGBTQ. What's the main reason that prevents young people from asking for help? They don't trust anybody. I mean, they've been taken advantage by so many people that they really don't trust anybody. And we've found that music and art is the key that opens kids up very quickly to trust us. We've seen 8,300 youth in our music and art program in eight years in Ocean Beach And it just shows you that once they trust you, they come to us and say, you know, please help me. And we give them our case manager. And because of that, I was telling Nikki today that because of COVID, these kids are freaked out by COVID, that we've had a 110% increase in mental health referrals during COVID. And because they trust us, we placed last year 161 youth in housing. This year already, we placed 170 youth, and it's only six months. So we're going to probably double our record this year because they trust us, not only through music and art, but, you know, our case managers are so phenomenal that they give them the resources they need to help themselves. I'm speaking with Jeffrey Sikhoff, president of Doors of Change. Why do you think those music and art instruction programs build trust sooner than typical outreach? That's also a great question. You know, what we found is that youth, just by mastering one chord in the guitar or the ukulele or the mandolin or the violin, or we have seven different instruments that we work with, but even if they master it for even the first hour, they start realizing, wow, I'm not a piece of garbage like I've been told. I can do something. I can master something. Many times it's the first time they're literally master something, and they Mm -hmm. keep coming back. We actually incentivize them that they come for six times. They can earn an instrument of their choice. We're not going to give it to them. They have to earn it. And that also helps her self-esteem. And explain how case management gets transitional age youth resources like safe housing. We have amazing case managers. They're caring people that want to help these kids. And believe me, the youth can feel it. But because our staff really, truly wants to help these kids have a better life. And they say, you know, I, need, I, need, I want to go get a job. They need an ID to get a job. So we get them IDs. Or they say, you know something, I don't have any medical insurance. Can you help me with that? So we get a medical insurance. A lot of them now, and thank God they're doing this, are asking for mental health referrals. 20 years ago, they didn't do that when I started this. But now, thank God, the kids trust us enough to say, I know I need to talk to someone. I need to get a medication. And so the case manager will help them get all this, including housing. Tell us more about how mental health plays into this. Well, you know, you have kids that are on the streets, number one, with no shelter. And then you have a pandemic on top of this where they know that they can die if they pick up COVID. It's very possible Mm -hmm. because these kids are run down. Their immune systems are shot. So they are freaked out by this. And so unless we can get the mental health in order, at least they feel start feeling better about themselves, not want to kill themselves, you know, not deep depression, or if they have schizophrenia, they have bipolar, they can get at least on proper medication so they can start regulating themselves. And then they have a chance of succeeding. Unless you work with the mental health, they might not have a chance to succeed because they're so far out that they don't think logically. But once you work with them, whether it's therapy or psychiatry to get a medication, it makes a huge difference in these kids' lives and they can succeed. And we've literally helped 15,000 kids 
since 2001 get services that they need to help themselves. And are there any other examples that really stand out to you about how now ex-homeless youth are now role models and self-sufficient? Well, the one that's on the phone with us, Mm -hmm. Nikki Johnson Houston, is one of the most amazing stories I've ever seen in 20 years. And she is just an amazing role model because she could have said, you know, I'm going to kill myself. I've had enough of this. But she persevered And she'll tell you her story, but I am just so honored and privileged that she is partnering with us because she really gives hope at a bigger level that you can be an attorney, you know, after being homeless for so many years. Be Miss America, Miss Universe. You know, anything is possible. And Nikki Johnson Houston, tell us about your personal experience with homelessness. Well, thank you so much for having me. And Jeffrey, thank you so much for your kind words and more importantly for the work that you do for young people experience homelessness. So my experience with homelessness wasn't kind of continuous. I'm very much like so many people who've experienced homelessness. Once you fall into homelessness, you're more likely to experience it kind of multiple times over your lifetime. So I was homeless with my single mother and my brother between the ages of 9 and 10 um, at 15 and for the last time at 19 years old after I had failed out of college. But I was really, really fortunate to be able to kind of pick myself up, use the social safety net, and be able to, you know, work my way through college as a live-in nanny at night, go back to school, and then end up graduating from college and go on and live my childhood dream of being a lawyer. One of the reasons that it's really important for me to share my experience is twofold. One, I really do want to be a positive role model for kids like the ones that Jeffrey works with, to be able to say to me, I'm not special. You know, I I got lucky and I worked hard. And that, you know, if they work a program with, like, with Jeffrey and take the help that is being given to them, then there's nothing that they can't achieve. And on the other hand, I want to be an advocate to the larger kind of community to really talk about what some of the challenges are that someone who's experienced homelessness goes through and why it's more difficult for them to succeed and how we can best support them because everybody has dreams for themselves. But to kind of harken back to some of the questions you were asking, you know, it's hard to trust when so many adults in your life have fundamentally failed you in ways that you need and you don't have the skills necessarily, the life skills, because they weren't taught to you. And then not only do you not trust the adults around you, you don't always trust yourself to be able to achieve and to take care of yourself. So I love the fact that what this organization does is really marries the idea of finding kids where they are and helping them, helping them with their mental health, which is incredibly important because even if you don't have something like schizophrenia, you have trauma, you have PTSD, and those are things that you're challenged by. You know, I still see a therapist because even though I'm successful, I want to be successful in life and personally and not have some of the drug and alcohol issues that my mom did. And so the work that this organization does really very much ties to what's important to me. And, you know, I was fortunate that I was able to go and live with my maternal grandmother, even though she didn't have a lot of wealth. You know, we were able to use Section 8 housing. We were able to use food stamps to eat. And so I do feel like I'm a success story, but this is not just my story. As Jeffrey was saying, there's unfortunately millions of kids that are dealing with 
this issue. If they're not street homeless, they're housing insecure, they're food insecure, they're living in poverty. And unfortunately, that number is growing. And what I really want your audience to understand is that this isn't just about charity. This isn't just about hard work. You know, this is about investing in our next generation. And what are we going to do to give these kids a chance. Like now I'm a successful, productive member of my community. You know, I'm a taxpayer. And honestly, I've paid more money in taxes than I ever took out when I was a kid. And so I think that's the way it's supposed to work. But I could not have done that without the proper supports. And the only thing that I regret about my journey is that I didn't have a doors of change at the time when my family was struggling with homelessness, because it might have made a huge difference and might have made a difference in my brother's life who passed away about 10 years ago and really struggled in his own way. How were you able to overcome homelessness and why are organizations like Doors of Change so important? Well, I think I was able to because I had a sense of resilience, but I think that relatively early on, I think you have to catch people while they're young. So I think that's why programs like Doors of Change are such a good investment because life hasn't beaten you down and children still have hope. Even when bad things happen to them, they do have an ability to bounce back. So I had people in my life who saw something great in me, even when I didn't see it in myself, and they helped me kind of pass the difficult times. And I was lucky to have my grandmother, but for kids who are not lucky enough to have grandmothers or aunts or uncles or people within their families, to take them in and they do find themselves on the street. I mean, doors of change, like an organization like them is invaluable because they're doing what they said they're going to do. They show up for the kids in the way that they say they're going to show up for the kids. They hold them accountable, but they still also love them through that. And one thing that's really important is this was not a seamless journey for me. As I said in passing, I failed out of college and I had to go back to college at night. So, you know, I'm a successful lawyer now, but I needed two, three, four chances to kind of have my chance at the American dream. And so I think if you're going to work with young people who are especially challenged in these ways, then there has to be a sense of grace and forgiveness when you're working with them. And I think that is what Jeffrey brings to this type of work, which is He has enough respect for them to say, look, I'm going to hold you accountable and there's certain standards of behavior, but I care about you at the same time. And and I'm putting these on you because this is what you need to be able to succeed. And that's a balance. You do need support, but you also have to be willing to like reach out. You have to reach out and grasp the hand that is reaching out to you. And that's what Doors of Change does. They're really absolutely a game changer. And, you know, San Diego's really lucky to have them. You are the reigning Ms. Universe. Tell us how you got involved with pageants and this unlikely journey from someone experiencing homelessness to an attorney to Ms. Universe. Well, it really does harken back to the time that my family was homeless. I remember being in a homeless shelter and the Miss America pageant came on the television. And I'm going to tell you, honestly, it just seemed like an impossibility for me, I didn't know where I was going to get my next, you know, meal from or, you know, if I was going to have a roof over my head the next day, but it captured my imagination. It was beautiful, accomplished young women. They wore sparkly dresses and tiaras and were going to college. And it was everything that I 
wanted for myself. And fast forward to me getting through college, getting through law school, being successful. And I met up with someone who was doing pageants and said, hey, you know, they have pageants for adult women. And I actually was asked to judge the Miss Philadelphia pageant, which is where I live now. I'm a Philadelphia attorney. And, you know, I decided about four years ago that I was going to get involved. And my first pageant, I was second runner-up in the state, which is a really big deal. And I went through a divorce and decided to get back into pageantry. And I won Miss Pennsylvania and went on to compete nationally and was like top six in the nation. And then I kind of retired a little bit and got engaged. And someone said, hey, you should really think about doing the Ms universe pageant because it's for women over 29 and you can have been married and you know have some life experience and I got involved last summer and went to Las Vegas and competed with women from across the country and my platform was homelessness and talking about the advocacy that I have been doing for the last decade on this issue and wanting to be a role model and that I represented something larger than myself and that I wanted to use the crown as a megaphone and go out to the community and really be a role model. And I think that really spoke to the judges. And I was really proud to be out some really accomplished women for the job and the honor of being Ms. Universe. And I'm almost done with my year. In fact, the Doors of Change event will be my final appearance as Ms. Universe before I give up my crown. So it really is a full circle moment for me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm speaking with 2021 Ms. Universe and attorney Nikki Johnson Houston. What do you wish people understood about young people who are struggling with homelessness? That it's not their fault. That people fundamentally have failed them. That many times the system has failed them. That homelessness is really just an extreme symptom of poverty. Many times it's generational. And many times the young people that are suffering from homelessness are the byproducts of families who have struggled with homelessness or poverty or undiagnosed mental health issues. So this doesn't happen within a vacuum. And again, I would really ask people to have a sense of grace because everybody thinks that it can't happen to them. But I think just a couple of years ago, we saw how the world can fundamentally change. And without the support of the government, extended unemployment benefits, mortgage moratorium, student loan moratorium, there's many people who would have fallen into homelessness themselves or really fundamentally lost their quality of life. Without PPP loans, how many businesses wouldn't have survived? And so I think it's a perfect example of how when the government works correctly, very targeted, it can really make a difference in people's lives. And I would ask people, remember how scary that time was for everyone economically, and maybe you weren't sure what was going to happen with your life. What would have happened if that wasn't available for you? Well, there's many people in this country who deal with that on a daily basis, many young people 
who are dealing with those issues on a daily basis. And there's no one really to really dig them out of it except nonprofits like Doors of Change. And so this particular age group is very susceptible because many of them are still underage, so they can't, you know, contract for themselves. They're not really adults. And then you do have, like, young adults who are going out into the world, but they have no social safety net, no support system, not even just financially, but also just emotionally. And so have some grace. Like, your children, if you weren't telling them to go to school or to go to camp or to get a job or kind of helping them along, how many of our children would be struggling in really significant ways? And a lot of, you know, a lot of us just unfortunately were not born with parents that were able to care for us. And so I would just say, we are human. We have humanity. Please treat us as fully formed people who have hopes and dreams and are capable of achieving. This isn't just about a handout. As Jeffrey was saying, there's people like Justine. She's going to be joining me as an attorney in just a couple of semesters. So the world's better off that she's going to be a lawyer because Jeffrey was able to help her than if not only is she going to be better, but her future family is going to be better. Whenever she decides in the future, she's going to have those options. And so I guess that's the thing that I would want people to know, that this is not about a bunch of deadbeats. This is about young kids that are scared, that have been hurt, that are vulnerable, that are trying to make their life better and don't always know how to do so. And as the greatest country in the world, what are we going to do to help them? Have you been able to reconnect with any individuals from your homeless days? So interesting story. My mother actually ended up marrying my stepfather and he was a volunteer at one of the rescue missions where we used to Mm. get meals. So it's funny with the advent of like social media, I don't necessarily come across people that were there when I was homeless, but definitely I do donate and give money to those organizations. And when I was homeless here in Philadelphia, I do definitely have those connections here because I was 19 at that point. And, you know, so many of those people have rallied around me, supported me, given me an added girl and been there for me at my lowest lows. And I'm fortunate enough for them to kind of see me at my highest highs. And one of the ways that I pay that back is by going to organizations even if there weren't the specific organization that helped me, but they do that kind of work and go back and talk to people who are kind of suffering from that. But I also use my voice to raise money. I've gone to Capitol Hill. I go to Harrisburg and advocate on behalf of these issues and legislation when they're being passed. I'm speaking with 2021 Ms. Universe and attorney Nikki Johnson-Houston and Jeffrey Sitkov, president of Doors of Change. Tell us about your upcoming Concert of Hope to celebrate the work of Doors of Change. Well, firstly, if someone is touched by what they're hearing and they say, you know, I had no idea or I'm touched, I want to make a difference, what can I do? Number one, go to our website, doorsofchange.org, doors is plural, and there's many videos of homeless kids and their success stories like Nikki, just fantastic Rocky stories, we call them, and then make a donation of any amount. We have, you know, an angel team that people can give $11 a month, which is $132 a year, and you'll, you'll be on our angel team, and you really are angels for homeless kids. If you like music, 
I highly recommend that you go to our concert on the 30th of June to Thursday night at the wonderful Moonlight Amphitheater in Vista. And Three Dog Night is Grammy-nominated twice. They are phenomenal. They've had over 20 hits in the top 40. And most importantly, you're going 100%. I'm talking 100% of the money that you spend on a ticket or any donation you make that night. It goes directly to help programs to get kids out the streets. We've had enough money raised from our corporate sponsors. They paid for all the costs. So anything you donate that night, including your ticket costs, 100% will go to help these kids get off the streets. Nikki's going to speak at it. She's going to blow people's minds that night. And you're going to see a band that is also touched by what we do. And, again, it's a way that you can have a good time, and we really appreciate it. We need all the help we can get. We are so busy now. We're busier than we've ever been in 20 years during COVID. And so we need resources. We need money to pay for staff. We actually just brought in another case manager because we're so busy. And that's a great thing that we're helping kids, but we can't do it alone. So go to doorsofchange.org. You can get tickets for the concert. You can make a donation of any amount, $10, $100, $1,000, whatever you can do. We actually had an interview on your station uh, three years ago, and someone from that is one of our biggest donors. So you just never know who's listening who might say, listen, I really want to help these kids. They have a 20-year track record of getting kids off the streets to be productive citizens. And by the way, everybody knows that the homeless situation is getting worse in San Diego. 51% of the adults that are on the street, over half, were homeless as a youth. We have an ability now to take these kids, get them off the streets, so we break the cycle and our society would be better off. They'll be self-sufficient, and it's really what we need to do so we can prevent this from getting worse and worse and worse. So really appreciate the radio stations letting us get this information out, educating our community, so you now have an ability to take action and help us. Come to the concert. You can get tickets for $49 lawn seats, and it's pretty cheap to go and see a concert that makes a difference. What else can we do as a society to help young people who are experiencing homelessness achieve success? So if you come across someone who is homeless, give them an opportunity. Give them a chance. You know, I think everybody kind of waits for the Jeffreys of the world to provide this kind of help. But so many of us have daily interactions with people that are struggling. And sometimes it can just be something as small as a kind word a few dollars, a a lead on a job, a lead on education. That's the thing that makes a difference because so many times I didn't necessarily see it in myself, but someone said something kind to me or said that they thought I was smart, and it helped me change how I saw myself. And so I think we as a society have to say, this is unacceptable to us that we have to take care of everyone's kids, not just our own, but that sense of community that we used to have that, you know, we were kind of raised by a village and that if you saw a child struggling and need look like they were lost, you know, you help them, you help them try to find their family or you help them yourself. And I think we really need to go back to that because we are losing an entire generation. And again, there's a lot of talent out there that Jeffrey is bringing out and Doors of Change is bringing out. And so help them. Volunteer at a place like Doors of Change. Give money. Give resources. I always like to say it takes a lot of money to make someone as fabulous as me. And it does. It takes a lot of money. 
And you know what? And here's what takes a lot of money as well, not investing in people like me. Because if you can pay for them to go to college or you can pay for them to go to jail and you can end up paying for their children. And that's the reality. And we are seeing that happen around the country. So many people are lost and you're seeing it in a lack of achievement in schools. You're seeing it with an increased crime rate. You're seeing it. Letting kids stay on the street become adults who stay on the street. And that ends up causing larger societal issues. So invest in them. And if you see someone that's homeless, a young kid, you can tell them, go to doorsofchange.org. They can contact us. We would love to help them. Our case managers will help them. We'll do whatever we can to gain their trust. So doorsofchange.org, anybody from 17 to 25, we would love to help. And if they're older, they can go to Father Joe's. You know, there's different things for older people, for vets, et cetera, different things. But we specifically work with 17 to 25, the transitional age youth, because they're the ones that no one is helping. Those are the ones that are kind of fall through the cracks, that the invisible kids, now they're not invisible anymore. And so we appreciate so much that you take action to go to the website, get a ticket for the concert, have a great time, come up and say hello to me. You're going to hear Nikki speak. And, you know, again, Nikki, it's like a Rocky story. She takes away all excuses for people. It can't be done. It can be done with hard work. And so once, you know, you trust someone and they give her the opportunity, this is what you need to do, and they have to work hard at it. But the kids that have worked hard, have succeeded, have flourished, we have several success stories, and uh, we just are very proud of them because they really keep hope. They keep hope alive for other homeless kids and also for our community. That If I make a donation, really, is it making a difference? It's making a huge difference. We're saving kids' lives. Doorsofchange.org. Come to the concert. You will have a great time. Three Dog Night on the 30th of June, Moonlight Amphitheater. Get tickets on our website, doorsofchange.org. And thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share this information with our community. And they'll meet me too, Miss Universe. I'll be the girl on the big sparkly crown. (laughs) See you there. I've been speaking with Jeffrey Sitkov, president of Doors of Change and 2021 Ms. Universe and attorney Nikki Johnson-Houston. Any last thoughts for us? I just want to say, if you are touched by this and you don't do anything, it's wasted. It's not helping anybody. So hopefully you're going to be touched by what you've heard today and take action. Come to our website. Say, I want to volunteer. I want to you know, make a donation. I want to go to the concert. Take action so we can help these kids literally get off the streets and be, you'll be proud of what you see of these kids making something out of their life. Just like Nikki has done. It's amazing. I'm so proud of what she's done. And just thank you to everyone who can hear this. I went to high school in San Diego. I went to Crawford High School. And so many people helped me along the way. And I guess I'm just asking us to continue to pay that forward and to help the next generation because they're absolutely worth it. And with the right support and hard work, there's nothing they can't achieve. If I could go from being homeless to being a lawyer to Miss Universe, literally anything is possible. And it really is, especially working with organizations like Doors of Change. Thank you for talking with us today. Thank you for making a difference in our community. And I hope your event on Thursday, June 30th is a huge success. It's our, it's our honor. Thank you so much. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.